Previously on the Sun News Podcast. Firefighters spent two hours cutting free a German man who trapped his privates in a steel ring sex toy. It's the last time he takes advice from Beyonce. Police have been told to be more polite to the general public. Great. Now if we could just tell bus drivers, doctors, receptionists, people who work in the post office, bouncers, attractive people, and then... A woman in Kent found a strawberry shaped like a penis. When she said it was one of a five a day, I hope she meant fruit. Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to another Some News podcast. Since last we spoke, not much has happened, I guess. I fell over and hurt my knee, but I realised the intro to the last podcast, I talked about hurting my other knee when I took up running. These podcast intros are just updates on how my knees are doing. It's the Steve Knees News Update. That's harder to say than you'd imagine. Well, I always say if you're going to do something, do it properly. So here is the official Steve's Knee News. Steve's Knee News. Knee News. Knee News. From the femur to the tibia and fibula. This. This. Is Steve's Knee News. Um, fell over. Hurt my knee. But I didn't cry. So, you know. That was Steve's Knee News. That was exciting, wasn't it? Anyway, in this edition, Tour de Pants, the government have been making me paranoid, behind my back, and news on the royal baby. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast, the main news. The first story I want to talk about is the Tour de France cyclist Mark Cavendish getting urine thrown at him. I should be honest, right from the start, I have no great interest in the Tour de France. Heck, I've got no great interest in throwing urine either. Don't get the wrong idea. Uh, but what is it with people? That's disgusting. Even monkeys fling poo, which is a solid, which gives you a chance to dodge. Mark was doing a time trial when a member of the crowd sprayed him with some tittle. I imagine the tittle was in a bottle or a cup or something. You'd have to have some good muscle control to be able to hold it till just the right moment when a cyclist goes by. I would be no good at that. Here he is, the cyclist I don't like. I'm going to wee on him, and... Oh! Oh, it's no good. I can't go with all these people watching. Someone turn on a tap. I guess you have to plan ahead, bring a bottle, maybe fill the bottle before you leave the house. Maybe, if you plan ahead really well, you remember to buy some asparagus in your weekly shop the week before. I don't know. Apparently, it was all because of the crash the day before that Cavendish got the blame for. People were unhappy that he caused it, and apparently that earns you a golden rebuke. I didn't realise that was the deal. That's because normally I turn off the TV before I hear the end of those adverts. Have you been involved in an accident and it wasn't your fault? Call us today and we'll pee on the party whose fault it was. We work on a strictly no-win-no-we basis. We've helped thousands of victims already. I tripped on some bloke's foot and weirs for you took a slash on the bloke's shoe. So, you know, that's better. I don't get it, even if he did cause the crash. Don't throw piss at people. It's such a basic rule, even God didn't bother putting it in the commandments. Thou shalt not throw thine piss at others, lest ye... You know, they'll probably just work it out. Yes, I could get these commandments down to just ten if I get rid of this one and the one about not eating yellow snow. And if you're gonna throw urine at cyclists, don't throw it over the really fast ones. Throw it over the really slow ones who ride in the middle of the road holding up traffic. 
and then you finally get past them, and ten yards later there's some traffic lights, they come scooching through on the inside, and we begin the merry dance again. And if you're going to throw wee-wee tinkles at professional cyclists, do it to Lance Armstrong. At least that way he could scoop some up and use it to pass his first urine test for ages. Uh, Fellow cyclist Chris Froome said, It's disappointing that one individual should ruin it for Mark. He's one of the great personalities of the sport. Some people love him, some hate him. But to do something disrespectful like that is sad. It leaves a bad taste in the mouth. (laughs) Oh, in the mouth? Ew, if someone throws wee at you, don't taste it. What were you thinking would happen? Mmm. Mmm. Oh. On that... That tastes sweet. Yeah, yeah, good luck with your type 2 diabetes. Yeah. OPQS's sporting director, Brian Holmes, said uh, that the team would take no further action. Really? I'd at least boil wash his shirt. But what can you really do? They'll never catch the man who did this. They'll never be able to punish him. The only way Mark Cavendish could get back at him is to give it a few weeks and then leak a new story to the press that he's actually into golden showers and he really quite enjoyed it. Yeah, that way the guy who did it would just feel dirty. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Good news. The Some News podcast now has more listeners. It's uh, America's NSA prison project. Apparently they're monitoring everything that happens on the internet, and this podcast is on the internet. Ergo, win. Uh, thanks to Edward Snowden, we now know what's been happening. Edward said he did what he did because... I don't want to live in a society that does these sorts of things. So you went to China and then Russia. Yeah, China doesn't snoop on its people's internet activity. Doesn't need to. They're only allowed access to three websites. And who's ever heard of a Russian spy? No one who's lived to talk about it. Uh, So governments have been spying on what we do online. I should say, in my defence, I was googling for videos of cats falling in the bath that had been shaved and covered in whipped cream. The latest part of the story was that Microsoft handed the NSA access to messages. Microsoft. Oh no, that must have been terrible in the 90s when Microsoft was the big thing. Whoa, oh my god, next we'll be hearing that GCHQ has gained access to CompuServe. No, is my Lycos email address really safe? Are they tracking me down on Face Party and Friends Reunited? Oh no. Although I forget that Microsoft owned more than just the MSN search page that everyone removes from being their homepage. They also own Skype. Yes, it's in the news that government agencies accessed video chats from Skype. Mm. And if you had access to Skype, you would spend the first few days just searching for the keyword Manford. And of course, if the government were in with Microsoft, it means they could read all of the emails in Hotmail. Sir, we've hacked the mailbox of Abu al-Amirzer. Good. And what does it say? Looks like he's made contact with a Nigerian prince. He's getting funds to spend on a bigger penis, apparently. Oh, and SkyDrive. The NSA had access to people's SkyDrives. So at least someone's looked at all of those endless holiday photos you emailed to your extended family. This story had been running for ages. Obama made a defense and said, Nobody is listening to your telephone calls. True that. Not even when I call home, because this normally happens. Hi, it's just me, just calling home. I hope we've got grandkids round. Oh yeah, well... Um, I've been for an audition for a... Hang on, hang on. Someone wants a word with you. But there's only the baby there. Oh, Who'd want to have a word? Oh. oh. Hello. Um. Did you, did you have a nice day? Yeah. You've got no clue what I'm saying to you, do you? 
And I'm paying for this phone call, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got nothing to say to you because you're a baby. Yes, you are. Yeah. You're not exactly pulling your own weight in this conversation either, are you? No, you're not. No. And you don't even understand me when I say put Grandad back on, do you? Yeah, it's going to be a while. So, government agencies are spying on everyone across the world. But the NSA said they are only spying on foreigners, which, of course, everyone in America is perfectly fine with that. Uh, they said that they will only monitor communication if they thought there was a 51% chance that the individual was foreign. 51%. Oh, big odds there. And by the way, have you ever met an American on holiday? Even they seem to think they're more than 51% foreign. Hey, it's great to be here in Edinburgh. I'm actually Scottish. Yeah, my great-great-great-grandfather uh, once ate a haggis in Scotchland. So it's like I'm just like you. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. There was a great article in The Express. The headline said, Royal baby to be 23rd cousin twice removed from Beyonce's daughter Blue Ivy. Excellent. And I'll tell you what else. Maybe even more importantly, the baby will be the great-granddaughter of the British monarch. Some would say that's a bigger deal. Historians compared the Queen, Diana and Kate Middleton's ancestors with celebrities in a computer genealogy database. Uh, the link to Beyonce's kid is because there's a shared French heritage. French! So there's a chance the royal baby could be related to the photographer who took the topless shots of its mum? That's like finding out that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. They also found some other famous people that the royal baby will be distantly related to. Uh, ben Affleck's kids, Celine Dion, Prince Harry. Being a 23rd cousin twice removed from Beyonce's child, it's a bit of a stretch when it comes to links to famous people. I wondered, what are your links to celebs? So I asked the question on Twitter. Here are some of the answers. Claire749 said, My nan used to play bingo with Tom Jones' mum. Which is interesting, because most people just use a pen. Um, Mary Raunch said, I worked for the Osmonds when I was in college. Hashtag toothy bosses. Babylon Gates said, uh, had to wait for Lulu to finish a photo shoot outside a theatre. Well, that's not bad. Uh, Mick Hucknall went to his school and he said, Motorhead walked past me in the Manchester Arndale Centre. Living that dream. At Cybermental, my nan's best friend was Fergal Sharkey's nan. Boom, you are, you are connected. Um, at Castle Lady One said... Hilary Mantel used to live on the road behind me and also went to the same primary school. Uh, Philip Schofield was my first Twitter follower. No way, he follows you, does he? He doesn't care about me. Typical. And uh, Castle Lady also said, I served Tony Blair's father-in-law, Tony Booth, when he bought some champagne when I worked at the checkouts in Tesco's. Surely the poor bloke's got to be famous for more than just being Tony Blair's uh, father-in-law. <laughs> poor, poor bloke. Mark G. Womble said, Both footballer Niall Ranger and BBC weather girl Hannah Bayman shop at my supermarket. Does that count? It certainly does. At Miss Han Smith, I once unclipped a mic pack from Emma Jessen's bra. She was so down to earth and needed a hand with it, lol. At an awards night, it's just how I roll. I've got to be honest, I don't know who Emma Jessen is, but I know what a bra is, so I enjoyed the story. At... Inica, 1980, my dad knows the brother of Mark Overmars, Dutch football player, and through him I met Rude Gullit, Hullit, whatever his name is, and Dennis Bergkamp. 
Eh, not bad. At Atlantis Fly Girl said, My mother's cousin used to be friends with Noddy Holder. It wouldn't be uncommon for him to pop in for a cuppa with him. Lol. Oh, that's not bad, is it? Uh, at Smoggy Womble, one of my cousins went to school with uh, Colin Jackson. Galactic888 said, My dad's cousin was Richard Branson's first ever accountant. Looks like he's pretty good at his job. At Blogmeller, my dad used to work with Rod Hull's brother-in-law. And at Noel Radford, I sold Victoria Wood and her hubby, the great Soprendo, fruit and veg. And by the look of them both, they did not eat it. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Your letters. Just time for another one of your letters. This one comes via Ask FM. You can track me down on there. Uh, what is your one major weakness is the question. Wow. This makes me want to jump into job interview mode. Um, my greatest weakness is probably that I work too hard and too well. And if anything, I'm almost too employable, which is probably my fault. You know, if, if you've ever said anything like that in an interview, good. Because what do the stupid employers expect? Do they think that they're going to say to you, sir, what's your greatest weakness? And you're going to go, yeah, probably my inherent idleness, propensity to steal from work, sometimes kind of racist. You know, nothing serious, just old people racism. As if you're going to ever say that. So do you know what? If anyone asks that question, you go for it. I've, this, I've never actually had a successful job interview, but I've always imagined if someone said, what is your, your greatest weakness? I would have to answer, probably my inability to answer pointless questions. TheSomeNews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe on iTunes. Maybe pass the link on to a friend. Let's, you know, make this world a better place. If you can't wait for more, there's the archive of more of these podcasts. There's the Agonize podcast that I do and many podcasts from any radio shows that I cover. All of them can be found on somenews.co.uk. And make sure you follow on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen and tweet me there. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.